Welcome back to episode 136 of the Blockrunner podcast. Here is where we discuss the latest developments in cryptocurrency while we make this new technology relatable to you. You can watch this podcast on our YouTube channel to follow along with our discussion. As always, I'm your host, William, talking with your co-host, Iman, and here are some of the topics we discuss today. First up, Sam Bankman-Fried has been arrested in the Bahamas. How will this affect crypto? Next, will Binance be the next to be prosecuted by Congress? Then, we're cracking down on TikTok. And finally, we discuss how should Congress regulate crypto? All right, let's listen in. Welcome back to episode 136 of the Block Runner Podcast. I'm your host, William, always here with your co-host, Iman. What's up? What's up, lads? All right. And on the sticks, we got TJ. <coughs> hey, everybody. What's going on, dude? Thank you for being here. And we got another doom and gloom one. Yeah, this was this goes deep. We're going to go well, deep into the rabbit hole of doom and gloom and I don't conspiracy think we, theories. Yeah. Well, uh, you have some conspiracies. <laughs> Which they sound some semi credible, like after all the shit that's kind of divulging, you know, yeah. anything is possible at this point. Yeah, who knows the extents of the craziness behind this whole saga? It's already gone like crazy enough. Yeah, I can't, I can't anticipate a reality where things get worse than this, but there's potentiality there's it yeah. could actually get much worse than there's this. A chance, yeah. <laughs> um. So today's December fourteenth. Two days ago, I would say probably about thirty hours ago. Uh, SBF was arrested in the Bahamas. Yeah, everybody. He was, he was sent to Fox Hill. I was doing some research on Fox Hill Prison. Yeah, what'd you find out? Completely terrible conditions. Terrible, like you in what context? Rats, maggots in your cell. Oh, nice. Yeah, he's not having a good time, dude. Yeah, definitely not. At least he's got like something companionship. And, you know? <laughs> and then somebody there, something there. There was a know? quote from one of the prisoners who ended up getting out of the prison. Yeah. And he said that the to the extent of waking up with a deep stench mm. of of shit in your nose. Oh, nice. Is was every single day at that jail cell. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of I'll I'll be honest, dude. I I've experienced a uh <laughs> <laughs> a uh, similar type situation in my past and i mean it's kind of like that's a ubiquitous i think uh experience across <laughs> the board when there's like you know locked in p- p- spaces yeah shitters you know public like open shitters so yeah no no gel or prison experience is going to be a good one right yeah but i feel like this one's particularly bad like yeah i uniquely know bad but this is only temporary, right? At some point, he's probably going to get extradited, yeah, and then he get put in those white collar prison yeah. situations, like Goodfellas, right? He's going to be eating <laughs> steaks and lobsters at some point, right? Because yeah, dude, that's what he paid for up front. Yeah, exactly, that's true. So those de- those Democrats will get him in like the nice cozy situation at some point. All those people pockets like, that he lined, like flat screen TVs, internet access, everything, dude. He's going to be tweeting from jail. Yeah, like <laughs> what's that guy, um, Ross Albright? Yeah. He tweets all day, every day. Yeah, but I think that's his like crew. That's his team, though. I don't think that's him. Him. No, it has to be him. Nah, Come on, I don't think it's him. You don't see how deep and personal those messages are. He's like, he's like, my grandma just passed. He's like, fuck. It would have been nice to be there. Uh, you know, <laughs> I do not think that's him, dude. Really? I really don't. No. So you think it's Ross his... Albright's like in like those real bad situations where he's got nothing? Uh well, he's in jail. I don't think anyone in jail has access to. Yeah, if you know who we're talking about, that's the Silk Road guy. Silk Road, yeah. 
probably the last major crypto figure who took a hard hit like that. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, but but yeah, he got it really. He got it the worst, the worst yeah. I've ever seen. Life, well, multiple life sentences. Yeah, for making a website. Yeah, that he wasn't like intentionally trying to hurt anybody, right? No. It's just his users, I guess. They kind of like Mis- misuse it. They basically well, you invented a vehicle and someone used it to drive through everybody, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, yeah, it's I like, guess that's a good parallel. Yeah, they yeah. So basically, they started distributing narcotics for cryptocurrencies, yeah. right? Yeah. In exchange for that, and he was a facilitator, and just because he was the architect behind. It. But think about the logistics of all that, like. Maybe they used uh, some some organization like like UPS to deliver narcotics. Mm-hmm. It's like shouldn't UPS like get indicted here too? That's a good point, dude. Like drug trafficking. Yeah, but you see, that's the thing. These are like seem too big to fail type organizations, right? Silk Road, you could take them down, and yeah, no big deal. He didn't get big enough to the point where he could start, you know, greasing the right palms. Yeah, SBF was like. He was getting there, right? Yeah. A, a few more years, maybe like a half a decade. Yeah. Of like, you know, all this palm greasing. like, And he'd be an un, one of the untouchables, right? Right. Kind of like the Clintons or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Those are like the untouchables on this earth. No matter what crime they commit, yeah, nobody's ever going to press down on them hard enough to where they actually get in trouble, right? So huh. that's because they have, you know, generations of palm greasing behind them, dude. Right, right, that's right. a lot of grease. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> To the extent that uh, SPF is in jail now, it, it was interesting because the day after, which was December 13th, which is yesterday, he was supposed to testify in front of Congress. Yeah, that's where the conspiracy theories start coming in, right? The, yeah. Just the coincidence and the timing of that is just too perfect, right? Everybody was getting their popcorns ready. Yeah. It was going to be a great test of testimony or whatever, yeah. you know. Yeah, just to see, see Sam. You know what? I mean, on the hot seat, right? Whoever whoever made this decision probably saved him because he was probably going to make it worse for himself. Mm. I mean, he's already been making it worse for himself having all these like public interviews. Yeah. I mean, which really resulted in nothing positive for him, I don't think. No, definitely it just not. Just more negative pile on sentiment against him. It's just yeah. clearly everybody knew he was full of shit. Yeah. Except for Kevin O'Leary, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> he's the only one. Oh, and uh Bill Ackman. Yeah. Those two fucks, <laughs> you know, so, and Kevin O'Leary is still out there. I, I linked you a video. You want to watch it real quick? It's yeah. it's in our discord. Cause so Kevin O'Leary's out there. He's, just, he's out there in front of Senate, just giving his take on things, you know, and he's yeah. still trying to point fingers elsewhere besides anything but Sam, right? Like it wasn't him. Yeah. It was the environment around him. <laughs> Everyone else is what caused this downfall, right? It wasn't Sam. He was just the. Uh, you know, a brilliant kid who just got overwhelmed, all this shit. So, yeah, we'll get to that video. It's only like a 30-second clip. It's classic Kevin O'Leary, dude. This guy's just going overboard with his uh, blind support. So this is a Twitter link? I don't know. I mean, most likely, either Twitter or like an article link. Um, <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Um, all right, finally, here we go. All right. Should be in our spec channel. Uh, oh, here it is. This one. There it is. There's our lad right there. It is indeed in Twitter link. Well, you may need to put your uh, audio to the uh, road. Oh, okay. Let me uh, switch it over. Oh, damn it, dude. This is always difficult. All right, we're going to get this played. This literally just happened, I think, like... 
couple hours ago. Yeah, so for those of you who are listening and not watching, we're looking at Twitter, and it says, Justin, Kevin O'Leary testifies at Senate hearing and says Binance intentionally put FTX out of business. Yeah, so the Binance is... Uh, this is another tangent, I guess, or vertical to what all the craziness that's been happening. Yeah, so we're going to talk about that in a second, but the but the context here is that uh, he's referring to a tweet that CZ made that he's going to sell and dump all his FTT tokens. Yeah, the catalyst, right? The catalyst, the bank run. Well, yes. That, yeah. that was a result of that tweet, so it's debatable, man. I was talking to TJ with about this uh, like off-camera earlier. It's just, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know if that's like a... Of, of there's like a precedent of some sort of like business practice like this before, probably not because Twitter is a relatively recent like uh, that's true platform. So I doubt anybody's ever leveraged it to that use. No, but you to, know what? It's kind of like spark like you know. No, uh, they have. They have. They used media to do it. Of they course, would, they yeah, would leak. Course. They would leak something, and then all of a About sudden, a company CN- or yeah, something. all of CNN's like, looks like Elon is dumping uh, Facebook stock, and all of a sudden everybody's dumping Facebook stock. Yeah. It feels to me like market manipulation. Like that feels illegal. I, it right? does feel illegal. I think that is an illegal thing. Yeah, I I was on the other end of this. I was saying, what did he do other than yeah. make it known that he was selling his position? Exactly. Right. But but that's the thing. He's a five D chess player, dude. Like yeah. He. I'm he, not saying his his end goal wasn't this. Yeah, I'm just yeah, saying yeah. legally, what what I know. was the crime? I agree, here. I agree with that. But that would be hard to crack down on and like find that smoking gun, right? You would have to go. Open an investigation on CZ himself or Binance, right? Yeah. And look into their internal communications. And then you'd have to find like a plan. Like this is premeditated. That's true. You know what? You know? Just recently, today, I saw that the SEC filed a lawsuit against like six or eight YouTubers and social yeah. media influencers yeah. for stock <laughs> manipulation. Yeah. So, and they had a clear history of like conspiring to yeah. pump and dump this stock. Yeah, so somebody set the red flag on those lads. Yeah, probably <laughs> and, their own community who got yeah, dumped on, right? Exactly. So. They probably got burnt. It's like, dude, fuck these guys, man. They they sold us hopes and dreams, and we all got wrecked. Yeah. And then they alerted the the authorities, and then here they come investigating. Like, oh yeah, you guys got yeah, you guys got manipulated for sure. Yeah, you know, this was some. So that's funny different. Business. That's different than when CZ says, like, "Hey, I'm just gonna I'm gonna sell all my FTT tokens." Bec-. But he said specifically in that tweet. <laughs> Yeah. Through, uh, through revealed revelations or some, yeah. something to that effect. It's like, after understanding what I know, <laughs> I'm dumping my FTT tokens. That's right. Yeah. So that that's more than enough to to encourage everybody to extract their funds or sell their FTT. And yeah, I mean, you but have is, it, is he liable for Im- FTX not being solved? Definitely not. All I'm, 100%, no, 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 not that. All I'm asking, though, or all I'm, like, trying to open here is, like, the, the debate of, I don't know, almost, like, ethics. Like, because clearly he had a goal in mind. It was to sure, eliminate his competitor, yeah. right? That FTX was the biggest, second biggest international, I guess, dealer of these crypto goods. He probably knew that Sam was committing fraud. Why yeah. not take down your competitor after knowing well, just, that they're doing? I guess because you know what's at stake, right? You're talking about millions of people's like, oh, you know, livelihoods. Yeah, it's like the ethics of that is like, yeah, okay, we understand business, right? It's it's a cutthroat, you know, ecosystem. So an ethical thing would have been for CZ to go to authorities, SEC, as a hey, yeah, I have, <laughs> I have evidence to suggest that SEC, yeah, uh, SBF, exactly, yeah. 
And like that way, um, you know, authorities would probably come knocking on S- FTX's doors, you know, without anybody knowing. Yeah. To not cause alarm and bank runs. Yeah. Right. And then do like a, a thorough investigation, probably like lock everyone's funds so that they can figure out the proper accounting and then make sure everybody is made whole. Yeah. Nobody's lives get wrecked. Yeah. Nobody has to jump off a bridge. Yeah. Except for SBF. Yeah. You know, like That's that true. would be the proper ethical way to have taken so care that of That is this. not exciting at all. <laughs> <laughs> this timeline's way better. Yeah. But you know what? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but that's that's exactly what was going on during this congressional hearing where they were grilling the now takeover CEO of yeah. FTX, right? The, John Ray the third. Yeah, like yeah. that sounds like an SEC esque like process, right? Mm-hmm. So obviously the SEC dropped the ball bigly in like regulating these markets, right? And that's what they're kind of what they're the takeaway of all this is, right? Like who is responsible for this? Yeah. Some government or agency should have literally done this. Yeah. Or, or <laughs> but, but are they supposed to like proactively go after and, and investigate companies and say, hey, I think so. Hey, Coinbase, you're, you're doing a great job. Let's let's look at your books. Make sure everything's all <sighs> spiffy. Yeah. Like like, like is that, quarterly audits or something? Yeah. Is that something that uh, is reasonable? <laughs> maybe a company at that scale. Right. Yeah. Maybe there should be some short, sort of threshold. If you reach a billion in revenue, it's like, OK. All right. Now you guys are like, you know, quarterly. We're coming every single quarter. Yeah. Make sure your ship is still like, you know, yeah, sturdy. So then, so okay, now, now let's say let's all agree is like that's that's what should happen. Yeah. Now that's like for the U.S. only. So guess where companies are going to <laughs> spin up their entities? The Bahamas. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Yeah, yeah. Of course. But yeah, I guess. But if you think about it, a billion is pretty high threshold for any startup to to kind of think about. It's like. Oh, if, yeah. if if we were to start a company and we were to say, hey, if we start in the United States and uh, w- the, the threat is that after reaching a billion dollars, we would get investigated and make sure everything's like spiffy. Mm-hmm. Would you have a problem with that? No. No, I wouldn't either. No, I was just like, okay, we got to this like, it's like we this, did it. This Uber Chad status. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like time to hire a bunch of like pros yeah. to, you know, because we're anticipating this threshold, right? So like, yeah. let's get everybody organized and ready to uh, basically, you know, take f- all the things that was missing from FTX, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. guys are thinking way too logically, dude. They didn't I have know, an accounting. Dude. They didn't have <laughs> That's an what accounting. I'm they didn't even know they had a billion dollars. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Okay. Let's Jokes listen. I knew they didn't have a billion dollars. It was somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's uh, see what Mr. Wonderful thinks about all this. All right. Let me make sure. Okay. The audio is capped out. Uh oh, just a second, lads. Okay, let's see. Audio is hard. We gotta get oh, this. It, it didn't work. Okay, so here we go. Still not working. Damn it! <laughs> it used to work before, and now it's not working. Go uh, into your Bluetooth settings. However, I can just cut all this out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And try to Bluetooth uh, Roadcaster Pro connect. Yes, yeah, it says not connected. <coughs> yeah, we don't play stuff very often, do we? <laughs> Damn it. Maybe maybe forget it and re-add it. Okay. 
It's freaking toasty in here too. <laughs> oh, what is that? It says I've never yeah, seen I like a it. red text before, dude. That's yeah, kind of scary. Then uh, <laughs> go to into uh, discoverable. Yeah, nearby. Okay. <clears throat> Hit the uh, Bluetooth button on Yeah, this? it's gone. Oh, it's gone? Okay. There it is. Connect. Is the Bluetooth yeah, you're good. audio high? Yep. These two behemoths. Oh, okay. right, only Let me start it over. All right. All right. Here we're going to show uh, Mr. Wonderful talking to Congress about SBF and uh, CZ. So here we go. Why do you believe FDX failed? I have an opinion. I don't have the records. Here it is. These two behemoths that own the unregulated market together and grow these incredible businesses in terms of growth we're at war with each other. And one put the other out of business intentionally. Now, maybe there's nothing wrong with that. Maybe there's nothing wrong with love and war. But finance is a massive, unregulated, global <laughs> monopoly now. They put FTX out of business. Why do you believe FTX failed? There it is. Shit, dude. That's so such a bad take. It's unbelievable. But it's a bad take, but it's also like... It is. It, it's a okay. great juicer, dude. Like, like he's right. He's right. He, but I, I, yeah, CZ did not take FTX down. Well, they, but they. He was a catalyst, maybe, but yeah. it wasn't the reason that FTX is out of business. No, no, That's of course ridiculous. not. No, it's not like well, because because CZ and Binance initiated like the collapse. Yeah, they architected. Yeah, the public awareness to all this, and therefore all the following, you know, fallout results. Doesn't mean like okay now we we forget FTX's wrongdoings. That's not what he's saying. All he's saying is like okay FTX was a debacle. It was a shit show, total shit show. Uh -huh. Binance and CZ were aware of that, and they capitalized on that and they nuked them. Yeah, intentionally. And then, but but now it's like guess what? Had we, had we, FTX and SBF not committed fraud, they'd still be around. Understood. And I think he gets that too. But what now he's just kind of like trying to redirect everyone's attention at Binance. Like what? What's, okay. Which I I've I'm fully yeah yeah. You, you know what? I'm conflicted. But I'm not, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I know how? what's at stake. Because Binance is so big now. I've never trusted them as an as an organization. Mm -hmm. You know, because of their early practices and stuff like that. They just but you could say that about a lot of crypto industries. And Binance has done a lot, right? Yeah. They've onboarded a huge, massive community, international community. They've they've they're the backbone to the retail. But does it make sense that they're the backbone based off of uh well, I guess that's how our entire country exists, right? Four hundred years of slavery. And now we're here, right? Wait, what? <laughs> what do you mean? Because think <laughs> about this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> think no. about this. What? Now you're saying that Binance did a lot, but yeah. it's on the backs of like potential, fraud like, potential fraud or money laundering on the dumps, back end. Yeah, yeah. The whole Justice Department, like, like, I guess they don't have enough evidence of these things, right? right. Just like I don't, right. right? But I have my suspicions, suspicions, my hunch. Yeah. Just, just I don't know, man. Like. CZ, he's coming out. He's too public. He's too confident. He's too like, 
I'm untouchable. I'm the savior to this whole damn show. Yeah. You know, worship me type yeah. attitude. To me, that's the signals of huge. I, I like the Brian Armstrong approach, you know, just kind of be quiet. Yeah. He said a couple things here and there, but I don't think, eh, you know what? He actually did kind of come out with that same, like, I'm godlike. Response. Oh yeah, this now's the time to remember that Coinbase is not like yeah. everyone else. Yeah, he put out like a whole. <laughs> but he's he's confident. This this dude, there's the difference between the confidence of CZ and the confidence of Brian. Brian's been around since like 2011, 2012 yeah. with Coinbase. Yeah, CZ and, built Binance in 2017. Well, and yeah, Coinbase actually is heavily regulated, right? Because and is it's heavily a public regulated. company, right. so they went through all those channels already. Binance is not has not right, and they are. 10 times the size of Coinbase from like a yeah. voluminous, voluminous, whatever yeah. perspective. Voluminous, yeah. Yeah, dude, they're fucking massive. They yeah. are, like I said, it's the backbone of everything crypto has built over the last five years. But I feel like even if Binance collapse, it's, it's going to take down the entire market significantly. 50% easy, but <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. Binance is just well, an exchange. It's not like... Well, agreed. Like, you know, I got into these markets before Binance even existed. So right. there was already positive momentum. There was communities sure. forming sure. new technologies. Ethereum was like scaling and dApps were coming about. But then Binance yeah. enters the scene. All of a sudden, it kind of like, I don't know. It just like organized the whole market and just it brought everybody, it brought like a sense of legitimacy in a way. Just, I don't yeah. know. Interesting. Only from like a retail's perspective, right? Because before yeah. that, like all the exchanges that existed felt so weird and like non-trustworthy. Yeah. Just just purely off the interface experience, right? Yeah. It's like holy shit! Like this feels like somebody coded this like in <laughs> like in their basement, and yeah. they probably did. Most of them probably did. Yeah, yeah. and you had like ten pop-ups every time you <laughs> got on there. <laughs> yeah, like you just. It just felt so dangerous, right? And you don't want to give up your personal information to something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then Binance comes around, it feels a little more professional, right? Yeah. Like a higher grade, a higher quality product. See, now I'm questioning whether or not you can have such a company like Binance be as big as they are with regulation, mm. right? If Binance was fully regulated, could there be, is there a chance that it wouldn't be as big as they are? You mean like if they had to go through regulatory hoops from the get-go? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, they could. It just would have been probably more difficult. Or slower. 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 Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Difficulty implies it's going to take longer for them to establish such dominance. insane market dominance, dude. They took over the market so quick. Yeah, they did. Because yeah. of an, uh, the unregulated Wild West environment, they, they took complete advantage of, and they, they created all these different schemes to kind of... Uh, so, you know. <clears throat> all right, let's assume Binance, what they did in the past is in the past, right? Yeah, let's, let's just yeah. let's forget just about it, yeah. right? If Binance is completely regulated today, should they pay for their fraudulent activities in the past? I mean, because yeah, of course. they should, right? Yeah, of course. So then, then where do we go from here? Like, I mean, if they were like completely honest and like the Justice Department actually does like pursue some charges well, and then they investigate. Yeah, know. I guess I should I should say specifically for the unregulated Wild West of crypto at the time, mm -hmm. should all the stuff that they did because it was in the Wild West should be absolved. Fuck no. No? I don't think so. Well, it okay, it depends. Like, there's still illegal and legal acts, right? But th that's the thing. They're not in, like, the United States jurisdiction. I don't know. Yeah. This is true. definitely, these are questions for, like, legit lawyers and stuff to understand. Like, how do you implicate somebody? Yeah, it's like same thing with Sam, right? He's, they're not based in the United States, but I guess they, 
the scale of this criminality. Not only that, it's beyond borders, the, right? The number of U.S. users of FTX U.S. was significantly smaller compared to yeah, it was like less than one, one or two percent, right? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, that's so, what the existing CEO said based on the. So if the U.S. Seen. goes after SBF, they're going after them only for the two percent. Yeah, well you, which makes you think, like, who who are those two percent? <laughs> they must be some oh, very yeah. important people, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. It has to be for them to kind of like, yeah, not just kind of like ignore this whole event. Like, where's the public pressure coming from? Like, yeah, it, it's, it's not. It's not like, uh, like yeah, it's like the American people. Yeah, you know, I yeah. don't think that many like American actual like people got hurt by it. like like they would if let's say I don't know. Robin Hood went down. Yeah, for sure. You're probably talking about tens of millions of American customers, right? Yeah. Like just normal everyday people. Yeah. Got fucked. Like that would be something you would expect the United States to be much more deeply like involved in. You yeah. Know what I mean? So so you know what what is the interest of the United States other than the two percent? Okay, I think it's honestly, I think it's a meme ability, dude. <laughs> what do you mean? Because oh. uh, I told you my uncle called me the other night yeah. telling me that uh Bitcoin's going bankrupt. Yeah. Yes. I got the and, same phone call. Yeah, so it, it's... <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did, literally, the same one. Wow. Yeah, so this is uh, this is not good. I think it's just a meme ability, dude. Everybody wants to be right about crypto being a scam. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, no, I understand that. From the, You're talking about from the public's perspective? Right. Like, why are they interested in this? Yeah. Yeah, Because like, nobody, nobody we know actually got hurt. Like, it's... I know some people did, but yeah. not, not a lot. Right. But... <clears throat> I guess we're talking about from like a policy perspective, like regulatory boundaries. And yeah. Stuff why like is that. Congress like <laughs> you yeah. questioning anybody about FTX? Yeah. Why not? Like, uh, yeah. Why, why not? is it like Hong Kong yeah. or Singapore or wherever the majority of maybe, the user base comes from? Maybe the world understands that the U S has the best yeah. legal process. I, uh, I guess. I mean, I compared know. to everybody else. Yeah. I mean, we deal with the fraud at this scale. Yeah. Regularly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. We're we're properly equipped to, I yeah. guess, like do the proper investigations and like you know, it's gonna take decades. Like they were talking about how they're still paying out like people involved in the Enron case. Oh, really? Like last week, that's what they said during the testimony. Like last week, like somebody, some other, I don't know, whole stakeholder just just now received their, I guess, <laughs> restitution or something from Enron. Holy shit. Like, so these things are like never ending situations, right? It's so hard to unravel all the disgust. I can't imagine know? like the employee, like doing work. Yeah. Like, years oh, after like, like, oh, I got to pay this guy. That was like 20 years, dude. Yeah. 20 years. Yeah. So, I mean, this is going to be like a hundred years of <laughs> fucking, you know, looking through whatever the fuck. Yeah. You know, this is a, an ultimate mess, right? Sure, sure. That was a company with like some sensibility behind their bookkeeping. Yeah, and comparing Enron to FTX, thirty-six thousand creditors for Enron, a million for FTX. Meaning they owed a million people. They owe a million people versus Enron, thirty-six thousand. Yeah, this is not pretty. In yeah, respect. But <clears throat> so, what was the point of that? It's like so. So why why care about Binance basically? Uh, yeah. Should the United States like? care or yeah. like should binance should anybody be worried like if you're a binance user like should you be withdrawing your funds yeah i, I guess this goes along with like the whole tiktok and banning tiktok <laughs> like well what why why would the u.s ban tiktok and i know you know obviously it's a chinese company and there's a lot of spy 
cap- uh, abilities that the Chinese have. And I was, I don't know who it was talking about. I don't know if it was Joe Rogan or Brian Armstrong. I don't know who was mentioning, talking about TikTok. But when you, when you have a business, a company in China, you, you're directly doing business with the government of China. Mm. And so yeah. they are directly have a right in that jurisdiction to see everything that you're doing in your company because it's really companies through the government. Yeah. And so they're able to see what everybody's doing on TikTok, including Americans. Mm. That is probably why the US is thinking about, you know, banning TikTok. So what would the But know. but TikTok itself the company, they don't they're not doing anything malicious. It's the government who who gets to see every what everybody's doing. That's the malicious part. But yeah, what does the government have to leverage in that respect? It's yeah, just, that's, I don't know. You create like some kind of, some kind of like algorithm is like let's see the TikToks of people new, like closest to like military like strategic locations and yeah. let's let's get some like hey there's some stupid girl dancing like next <laughs> to an air force base. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 it's like now we can like outline like all the fucking I, I don't know I'm just trying to speculate like what, what how can they leverage that well, technology of American stupidity maybe, uh, unless it's like a thing where like they could just go in there and put in like these, these algorithms yeah these influential algorithms yeah. to yeah. like f- pollute the minds of Americans yeah. which is very possible. well absolutely I think that's that the, would be that's the way that's the way that is the way it's the easiest or the cheapest yeah like to you de- create to content de- and you just push that content to everybody that's powerful so you think they have like a tiktok-esque uh platform for their own country like does tiktok operate in china it does though, so chinese people are on yeah. tiktok yeah okay as long as okay that's okay then like as long as i don't think they get the same content though i mean <laughs> that's I, what i'm wondering they probably don't though no i i i, I want to say don't take this as fact but i want to say i read somewhere that they definitely get more educational content where we get more women dancing yeah <laughs> like dance uh viral dance comp or like just the dumbest shit you could think of yeah yeah right? yeah i'll see it, if i can find something on that but. <laughs> see that that would be a viable strategy like as far as like how do you you know degrade a whole population in a competing nation yeah you know let's use this technology to disseminate like information and knowledge to our <laughs> population and then let's yeah. put it over there to our competitors and let's just make their kids dumber yeah and then within a generation or two yeah this is like we stark win. differences yeah yeah we win i remember who it was talking about it was mark zuckerberg in his like latest <laughs> interview it was like I know that the people at TikTok, they're probably trying to do their best and making sure that, you know, there's no um, peering into privacy and things like that. But because they're in China and they have to they have to work for the government, <laughs> mm-hmm. the government has to see everything. That's how it works over there. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, it's, it's just another one of these things. I guess, you know, these guys are governing delegates have yeah. to kind of, they got to talk about it. Just like now they're discussing the legitimacy of cryptocurrency right yeah it seems like half of them are split like half still think this is a terrorist tool (laughs) this is uh really you you picked that up from the dude they legitimately like said it out loud it's like really like half half totally like this is you know evidence that crypto needs to be either abolished or like regulated to death i guess i have selective hearing because from (laughs) what i understood the general understanding is like crypto is something that we need to be well, a part yeah, of. That was the other half. Yeah, there's another half of of this group of individuals. Yeah, American thought leaders, I guess, <laughs> appointed 
that yeah they they you know supported that sentiment it's like yeah. listen we can't fall behind on this technology no matter what yeah. and like, like this is a perfect example of centralization yeah making things run amok not yeah. decentralization decentralization is what allows us now to peer into the actual publicly accessible ledger books and That's like right. see what actually happened yeah like without that, if this was like a purely only centralized organization, it'd probably be way more difficult to investigate because yeah. like everything would be hidden and yeah, yada yada yada. Yeah. Right? We'd have to go knock on the the doors of all these international bankers from yeah. like these obscure islands and stuff like that. They're not gonna tell you, Dick. Yep, yep. It's impossible. But because of blockchain and Web three and all this shit, like you have trails that are you know. You can follow. I, yeah. And, and get something from that, right? So, yeah. And then identify potential other actors involved and stuff like that. So, Yeah, I remember one of the questions that they were asking themselves. It's, a, it's It was a congressman asking the question to their their peers. It's like, why are crypto companies opening up their businesses outside of the U.S.? And I feel like that is a legitimate question that they need to answer to themselves hmm. So that companies who decide to make a crypto project open up in the U.S. And I think it's this. It's this fear of like, you know, United States regulation, like government, you know, like. But, but, but what, is it is it the cost of regulation or is it the fear of being or looking at everything that you're doing? Like what what is the dominant like fear there? Well, I mean, let's. <laughs> yeah, let's sure be honest the majority sure cost i i think in all honesty though a lot of these crypto companies founding organizations they don't have longevity in mind mm, a lot of them are just yeah. capitalists like trying to seize like momentum they're of, capitalizing on the situation yeah so like they're not actually here to try and build like sustainable businesses or anything like that they're trying to launch tokens hmm. you know uh dump them on retail euphoric yeah. moments yeah, and right. stuff like that. So these you're are right. the things that the American regulatory agencies would look at and like punish the hell out of you for doing. Right. So as they should, as they should. And, and they're anticipating at some point this, this, all that's going to stop. Right. So we don't want to be around once the government figures out how to like identify these people. Yeah. Right? I mean, the predominant sentiment of crypto is bad. Yeah, well, that, that's what worse. dominates like just the general population that like, crypto is essentially a scam. And, and when you look at all the crypto projects, it is a scam. A lot of them, for sure. Yeah, like, like we saw it from the 2017 ICO boom. 97, percent I think, scam, <laughs> like don't exist. Not only they that, all rugged. Yeah, all all of Uniswap. Yeah, same things. 97. percent like, I I think it was higher. It was like 99 percent or something <laughs> like that. That's unbelievable. Yeah, but it makes sense because remember during the peak, <clears throat> we were like looking at Uniswap to yeah. try and like. You know, as a strategy, as content <laughs> creators, like we got to find the new projects and like yeah. sift through them to try and find the the gems, right? Yeah. Every day there was like forty or fifty new ones. Easy, easy. Like just new tokens being minted out of thin air through yeah. Uniswap. Like holy ass, dude! We can't keep up with this. Yeah, someone created a bot for Telegram that that logged all the new tokens connected to Uniswap. Yeah. And it was just like constant barrage of like noise. Exactly, and like somehow. During these peak euphoric times, like, you know, people gave them credibility, at least, like, benefited of that. Like, you yeah. know, yeah. there might, one of these might actually, you know, be a unicorn. So, like, let's give them all. Yeah, we, it's, it would be like winning the lottery. That reminds me of another thing, and there, Will, that you were bringing up uh, yesterday about um, there not being any real products, mm. like, for, for the yeah. masses. 
That was another Somebody criticism that, that right? happened. Yeah. What well, What was the actual like verbatim like? Oh, I, I would have to find it, but he was saying, you know, he said that we've spent 14 years, you know, developing this technology called blockchain, and in those 14 years, we've seen nothing but Ponzi's and scams. Nothing but, eh? For the most part. <laughs> For the, most, For the part. most part, yes, you can't can't disagree with that. Yeah. We just said ninety nine percent of uh, of tokens basically are they've been abandoned. But right? the criticism wasn't on crypto; it was actually on Congress for not providing clear regulations so that you can sift out the trash and then actually see some legitimate projects trying to leverage this new technology. Yeah. And so that's that was a criticism. It wasn't against crypto. It was against Congress not providing clear regulations, which they have not. Yeah, but that's also a criticism on on I guess like the ethos or uh, I don't know the the, the talent pool I guess or like mm. to develop. I, I but that's I the think thing. That's it's more an indictment on human psychology. It's like we we get a new technology. The first thing we do is try to scam everybody. Like that's that's what humans do to each but other. But I don't think that's how it's actually happening. I think that like during times like this, the people building in this space are not trying to scam a single soul. Oh, great! Right? That's how that's how things like DeFi and like sure. NFTs, new actual real innovations that have real disruptive potential, but, come about. But the majority but, of uh, the use of of blockchain is to scam. I, I understand, but you can't just disregard even no, though there's a, there's a pull of 99 percent of trash that one percent can change i know the but world. what i'm talking about is when you introduce a new technology to humanity yes 99 of humanity uses it to scam people yes that is that is by evidence of what we're seeing with blockchain the same thing happened to the internet for well, sure what 99 of those early dot but, but you understand my, iterations. my comment is is on the human Yes. Yeah, oh, of course. Right. It's, <laughs> of it's course. Easy to, it's easy to scam people when people don't understand sure. what's going on, dude. Well, it's, people see dollar signs. Yeah. It's really easy to convince people yeah. like there's some kind of value present when everybody else is like making money at the same time. And it's just FOMO is injected into this whole thing. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's scam central, dude. That's literally the bull market. Yeah. <laughs> and we, we always know that. But right? yeah, it's just the, the commentary of just the, the thought that you introduce any new technologies like... 99% will use it for, for scamming. It's just an yeah. interesting thing, an interesting discovery yes. about humanity. It is. But and but then you, you kind of like zoom out beyond that, and then you start to see the transformative <laughs> sure, of elements course. of it. So it's kind of like you, don't, you can't really attack. I mean, you can. You could use that as leverage to kind of like, okay, now we need to bring in more regulation to kind of like, you know, clean things up. Yeah. And to actually identify what are the actual real technical innovations and stuff like that. I'm all for that. That's fine. Yeah. Right. And yeah, it's going to make things more difficult for people like you and I. Yeah. Who are trying to bootstrap our way into this world. Yeah. Right. It's tough. You know, if you're like some kid out of college, you're a fucking expert developer. Yeah. Self-taught, whatever. But shit, man, how am I going to convince anyone to give me 50 grand or whatever (laughs) to get like an SEC approval? Yeah. 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 (laughs) You know, I've got to hire a fucking lawyer and all that. It's not happening. So I'm just going to have to sit there. You know, yeah, it, not do anything in that space. Yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna result in a, a much, but it's okay, I guess, in the grand scheme of things. So it, it makes the public, I guess, safer. Yeah, <laughs> to not get fucked over as much as they are in these crypto scams. Yeah, a lot of things need to change <clears throat> because the current regulatory guidelines they don't work. Yeah, like uh, the the accredited investor thing. We've had 
numerous conversations about being an accredited investor and like you can be an intelligent investor and not have a million dollars and you should be allowed to invest in projects or companies. Yeah. And uh, that doesn't exist yet. And so we, we live in an age where we have s such a quick access to information, quality information that any one of us, they don't, we don't need a college degree to become a, a programmer. Mm -mm. or uh, an accredited investor a savvy investor absolutely not no you don't and so i, I think regulation needed change to reflect that age right yeah. that age of time yeah that we're in true so i don't know you know i don't i don't know i have very little confidence that these gray beards are going to be able to <laughs> achieve what i'm talking about i think over time they will of course uh that that over time yeah man it's like 50 years potentially you transition like the zoomers are now in congress i don't know dude some of the uh some of those people talking in the hearing they really seem to get it that's true some yeah that's true we're getting closer then yeah i mean you said 50 percent. that's a that's a huge percentage I, I i mean i got to like three it was a four hour hearing <laughs> dude and i got to about hour three so I got the majority of what it is they were, you know, their reaction to all these things. Basically, the, the new FTX appointed CEO, the guy yeah. who I think is like the Mr. Wolf of like businesses. If you remember Pulp Fiction, like you know, as soon as somebody's head blows off, yeah, they call in Mr. Wolf to come in and clean up the mess. It's kind of like what he does yeah. like for failed companies, which is that's a bad motherfucker, dude. That's pretty yeah. cool. That's a cool life. He's like, call in. I think his name is Mr. Ray. <laughs> call yeah. Mr. Ray to come, you know, save the day. You know, yeah. Uh, but, but basically, he's like, "Yeah, I've only had this job for four weeks, lads. I don't know shit." <laughs> That's kind of like his response to everything. It's like, yeah. "Yeah, I'm here just to like, you know, so you guys can publicly ask your questions, but I can't answer anything. Give me like four or five more months, yeah, and then I can come to you with like some actual data, right?" Yeah. So they talked about the hack, and it, there's like two two types of hacks one done by the bohemian government and the other one by a third party that they don't know who it was mm -hmm. and um so now that sam is in in custody of the bohemian government uh we think that he's going to get extradited to the united states but we're, likely. we're trying to wonder I, I i'm sure it's because there's a lot of people out there who think that he should go to jail but with i don't know maybe proper due diligence of like what exactly happened yeah going through court and everything so yeah of course i think so so that's so that what i'm saying is that's probably why everyone prefers him to be extradited to the united states even though like the impact from a u.s perspective was two percent <sighs> yeah i mean we, we all love a good you know public burning right <laughs> we, we fucking love that like yeah. as americans that's like our that's our stuff yeah what was the most recent one there it uh, well, that oh, it was like Johnny Depp. <laughs> oh, that's heard. right. Yeah, that was a big one, dude. Everybody was like tuned into dude, that. Dude, I I know nothing of what happened. Really? I was not interested was, at all. I was interested. It was it was a good thing, dude. It was like a divorce thing, or what was it? Well, yeah, she like Amber just lied about a ton of shit. About it was a defamation trial. There oh, you know. okay. And okay. yeah, dude, that's Johnny. That's freaking Johnny Depp, dude. Yeah, that's, that's our guy. <laughs> That's Captain, Captain Jack. Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to see Captain Jack go down like that. And, you know, he, for a long time, she convinced the world, you know, that he was an abuser and all these things. Uh, okay. And therefore, so, he needs to be, you know. So she was wrong. She was lying. Yeah. I, I, I wonder if that I was the outcome of that whole trial. But that's my point. So we wanted to hear the juice behind all this and mm. 
see oh, we want to see Caroline take the the stand and yeah. All those people who are playing League of Legos in their fucking <laughs> <laughs> in their Bahamian mansion. Yeah. Take the stand. I want to hear all their takes. And then his mom and dad who are Stanford professors. Yeah. I want to I want all that action, dude. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> want to know what happened on that compound. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. I want to hear all those like crazy questions cuz they're going to go deep into everything, you know? So, well, you know those pill bottles, what's in that shit, dude? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Where'd you get those drugs, dude? Yeah. You know? It's it's crazy. So, and it's a good story and at the end of it, people who did get burnt, they're going to feel, you know, like that collective sigh of relief. Justice was served. Fuck this guy. <laughs> you know, he's going to get 30, 40, 50, 60 years in prison. I, I think even if he gets 60 years in prison, if you still lost money, like it's still. I mean, of course, it still sucks. But yeah. that's the, it's like if, if your family member gets murdered, you're never going to get that person back. That's but true. It, you get that sense of something. It's like to see the Indication. guy go to prison. Indication. Yeah. Yeah. You close a book on it. Yeah, unless you're like a true Closure. a true Christian or something. You are Buddhist. You're like turn to cheek or like forgive always. Like, <laughs> most of us don't have that superpower. Yeah. We're human, right? Like whenever somebody does harm to us, we want retribution. Yeah. yeah. So that's what the justice system's here to, to enable, supposedly. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and so yesterday, the so after SBF got arrested, went to jail, and then the Bohemian government yeah. The next day, there was a lot of FUD around Binance and CZ. Yeah, which and it seemed like super like coordinated. Like and, and this this uh, this Kevin O'Leary thing happened today, right? Today. Okay. This, yeah, this morning. Just more pile on, and again, like I said, I have my own. It my feels own it feels like a coordinated attack on CZ though, because it was so well executed. Yeah, CZ. I think he's gonna have the luxury of time behind him like he's had more time to like organize his ducks yeah as opposed to sam yeah i think if sam would have got like a couple more years like cz has had yeah he probably would have got his ducks in order and then like he'd be much more impenetrable right and so if cz knew that and he took advantage of that yeah nuked him yeah straight sniped him dude <laughs> halo style halo. i don't know dude. <laughs> we were talking earlier and like i start to feel bad for sam sometimes because it's like yeah. I don't know. You see the pictures. He looks all sad and stuff. <laughs> but then, like, everything you hear about him, he just seems like a total oh. twat. So Yeah, because yeah, I told him about the, the Chamath thing. Remember Chamath? He's yeah. like, he was supposed to be an investor. And oh, he, yeah. He recommended, dude, get yourself a board, an independent board. You know, maybe get some financial. He's just getting your ducks in order. Yeah. That's fucking wise advice, and that probably would have avoided a lot yeah, of this. Yeah, him. Same him yeah. from going to jail. Yeah, like, kept your ruse under, you know. Under corporate protections yeah. and stuff like that you know yeah. and what was his response fuck off mate yeah he said his team sent an email that says fuck off idiots idiots yeah. that was their they fucked up moment right yeah. there yeah they should have taken in that that elderly <laughs> wisdom no offense chamath <laughs> but you are an elderly <laughs> an elder amongst us i guess yeah you take in that wisdom from people who've been there done that right yeah yeah, there's Seen a reason. All. There's a reason why these elders are telling you. Yeah, well, I guess because Sam and his team, like they became billionaires, like fucking like a snap of a finger. They probably did they the thought they ego were gods. Trap of, yes, yeah. untouchables. Yeah, and then they got their parents who were like, <clears throat> apparently they're like homies with Gary Gensler and shit like that. Yeah, like that was just, that was another thing that happened in in, in that four hour Congress thing that they were throwing Gary Gensler under the bus. Well. <laughs> 
he probably should. I, I don't know the context of like how deep he should be thrown under that bus, but <laughs> <laughs> well, the, it only goes as deep as the fact that Gary has been in communication with SBF and yeah, that whole family. They were coming, yeah, they were coming up with some regulate regulation body framework for exchanges that basically ousted Binance and made him look like oh my know, god, dude, that that's actually criminal too. I feel like yes, dude. That's what I'm saying. Wow, dude, Gary, dude, yeah. come on. That's what I'm saying. We got to have the full like investigation, the full trial. Gary needs to explain himself. Yeah, we need the Netflix documentary. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be juicy. This shit is deep because that is as deep as it gets. Yeah. The fact that I think his parent, maybe his dad, or they were like that's collusion. I feel like they were college homies or something like that. There's some sort of real deep connection amongst them. Oh, really? Huh. Something like that. I don't know. I'm not be making that up, but and there were several questions about this. I remember that they were asking Ray, "Is like Ray, it's like those communications between SBF and Gary. Any documentation you will share with Congress?" And he was like, "Yes, I'll share it." Mm. It's like anything, any anything that he finds. Of course, he's Mr. Wolf, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's gonna come. He's gonna come save the day, Mr. Ray. But Congress is asking the right questions, though. Like, well, yeah, this is one of the few times where I'm like, you know what, Congress, they they know what they're saying now. Yeah, this is, man. Man, because I remember. So what do we do, man? This is what sucks. Like, it, he would have got away with with basically laying the foundations of Web3's regulatory frameworks. Yeah. If he didn't get, like, busted, right? Like, yeah. he would, one single man could have, like, laid the whole foundations to a that. A fraud. A or fraudster. Like a, I guess a family of people, right? Yeah. Yeah, they could have just architected the whole future of our, of our industry, right? Yeah, yeah. And like, what are we supposed to do about this, man? This is the thing. Like, the, from like a people's perspective, you know what? this this is this is it the needs, problem because this needs, happens like in all dude aspects. It needs a DAO. People, everyone, this needs transparency. Everybody needs to know what this framework needs to be. Yeah, why is it SPF? Yes, you were you were saying it was two percent in the U.S. Why is he? I don't laying know. the groundwork. Why isn't it Brian Armstrong? Why isn't he out there? Yeah, he's got a much bigger like United States influence yes. on like uh, participants in Web three, right? Yes. Maybe he just, he got, he got the nod knock and he's like, yeah, I'm not answering. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that points to the family's SBS family's connection to Gary Gensler, right? Mm -hmm. Cause why yeah. isn't, why Gary isn't talking to Brian? Why aren't they best friends? <laughs> yeah. doesn't make any sense. Yeah. How the fuck? Oh man, this is too, yeah. You're going to look at like a 29 year old kid and like, dude, this is the guy who we need to yeah. clear everything up. Just because he got like giga rich real quick and yeah. stuff. I mean, come on, man. I don't know, man. A lot of people got swooned. Or sw yeah. is that the word? Swindled. 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 <laughs> Swindled. Wooed over by SBF. That's to me. That's the most amazing part of all this because like it's a uh, psychology behind all this stuff. Is how easily we're talking about extremely powerful, extremely wealthy people. They all got duped. Nah, uh, they got paid. Well. They well, same, paid him. Same thing happened with Theranos, though. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. People, doesn't matter how smart you are. Yeah. I mean, some people have the BS meter, but a lot don't. Yeah. It, it has a lot to do with momentum and like greed and. Yeah. It's just you know people see the fucking money printing machine that exchanges really are. Yeah. And then you see somebody come up and they have a track record of I guess anything. It's just you don't have to say anything, dude. Yeah, yeah. Show up in your underwear and we're play, in. Play League of Legends. We're and in. We'll dog. give you a hundred million. Yeah. Yeah, it is weird. It is weird, but it's happened, you know, on a kind of regular basis. Like every decade, there's some sort sort of huge like, <laughs> fraud event. It's true. Yeah. Like happened Theranos. 
she was apparently very convincing. Yeah, but who, who else is out there like doing this actively right now? Is what I'm thinking. Well, the the speculation is it's CZ, but he, oh, that's probably, for sure. He's probably a lot smarter <laughs> about it. Oh yeah, he's smarter. He's a little. I think more he's prepared. more. Cal- he's calculated. He doesn't fuck around like SBF did. SBF, yeah. a dumb kid. Yeah. You know, I think CZ. He's 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 a. Uh, he's that guy. He doesn't play league. That's for sure. <laughs> no, he's a Dota player. He's a Dota player. <laughs> Us Dota players wouldn't do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but yeah, uh, yeah. So, but who else? I mean, potentially everybody. Like you were saying before, we even yeah. click the record button. Yeah. It's like fuck, man. We can't trust anyone, dude. There's like nothing trustworthy out there. Yeah. And what did I say? It's like, dude, this is the new jungle, right? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Like us humans, we have to, we have to have that element of danger in our lives in order to like, you know, our brains to feel fulfilled. Yeah. <laughs> because we've evolved from like running from tigers and bears and yeah. fucking mountain surviving, goats. <laughs> surviving the environment. <laughs> yeah. But we don't have to do that anymore. So yeah. now we just have to survive all this. Yeah. All this. Survive f- each other. It's like, yeah. you know, in, in the movies, anytime there's a zombie apocalypse, the zombies aren't the biggest problem. It's the humans that are the biggest problem. <laughs> that's yeah. deep, dude. dude it, isn't it? Isn't it, it is. It's, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. this is all expected. Like, we're always going to create, you know, el- environments of danger for ourselves. Probably even, like, in the metaverse. <laughs> probably even amongst <laughs> AI. Like, it's just no matter what, dude. No matter how cushy and, and convenient we make our lives through technology. Yeah. yeah. We cannot escape danger, yeah. no matter what. No matter wonder, how hard we try. Dude. I wonder what the danger is going to be in the metaverse. I guess just like scams, right? That that's it. Scams, uh, fake identities. Fake identities, yeah. What else, dude? It's like I'm Satoshi. Send me one ETH. I'll send you two back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we'll get. We'll wait and see because apparently we're on that Web three ethos trajectory of decentralized governance, right? And just wait to see what mess we make of that. Mm. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's a great prospect on paper. It's beautiful to think we could self-govern. Yeah, it is beautiful. <laughs> but it, already it doesn't seem likely. It, it seems impossible. Already we're starting to see like a centralization amongst existing micro DAOs, right? Even in Decentraland, everyone's just delegating their yeah, yeah, yeah. their voting power to like five people. Yeah. <laughs> it's inevitable, dude. That's we, so true. We just man. can't govern ourselves. We have to rely on others. Is just, there is there a possible chance that there isn't a solution to this? Yeah, I think it is possible. Damn, that uh, sucks. just just due to our own nature, the, the solution could be getting AI to the point where we oh, just yeah. let yeah. them govern on our behalf. Yeah, at least automate some sort of like base governance, and then we come in and clean up the rest of the twenty percent. Something like that. We'll have to figure that out. But I have no faith behind humanity. Like I said, I'm already on Team AI. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm all in. Yeah, I'm all in Team AI, yeah. dude. Damn. Well, <laughs> speaking yeah. of that. Uh, there's an AI 3D tool that we just found. Let's just quickly look at it before we end this call. Yeah. At, because at we fa- talked about it. I at feel face like, value, I'm not impressed. Well, you're not impressed by anything at face value, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like literally nothing, dude. <laughs> All right. Okay. So it's called lumalabs.ai. It says, imagine 3D alpha. Imagine 3D is an, an early experiment to prototype 3D with text. We will expand access to generation to generation as the quality and usability improves. So, okay, so we can search. All right, so what are we searching here? <laughs> I mean, they look like toys, 3D things, you know. But the point is, somebody rendered these just by typing in a few words, right? 
I it's like, so. hey, at least I hope so. I don't know how this works exactly, but this is right there. A pig dressed as a Santa Claus on the left. Click, click, click on that. <laughs> <laughs> this is the future. This is it, dude. This is it. AI okay. made that, dude. You you telling me that's not okay? I, I I can see that's viable. I mean, it fucked up that leg right back there. It's missing a leg, yeah. like a pant leg. Yeah, I mean, it's it's getting there. Yeah, give it. You know, it's usable. I, I'm curious. That is I'm curious how they did this. I want to. I want to understand technically. Because of course you do. Because <laughs> does it understand what a pig is, and does it understand that we need to append some sort of like geometric structure on top of the pig mm. and color it red? Well, apparently it does. Like close enough. Eighty percent understands that, right? It, it rendered eighty percent of a pig in a Santa suit. You know. And look at look at the, the tail too. That's pretty. That's I'm I'm satisfied. I mean, I can make some modifications to that. It's just like whenever I use yeah. AI to build my yeah, blogs, yeah. it's like yeah, it gets me about eighty percent where I want it to be. Yeah, the half I'll a little the jank. <laughs> that yeah, it's like two sided. <laughs> both head pieces. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. It is. It's like the so, side that's flopped on its back is fatter than the one that's on its head. Doesn't yeah. make any sense. That's fuck? how you know it's AI, can, though. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's 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 a good indicator that it is AI. Nonetheless, dude, it's we're getting there. We're, we're talking about this a few days ago. It's like when 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 three D AI, and it came like a few days. Yeah, <laughs> it's unbelievable. Like the pace of all this shit, and people are predicting this, dude. This is the next bubble AI applications, mm -hmm. right? That's true. I mean, Chamath and All In Podcast were talking about it too. Yeah. So here we are. We're witnessing the beginnings of a of a new bubble. Mm -hmm. So let's let's all pay attention, lads. Because yeah, oh, oh look, that's my your boy. boys, dude. Damn. <laughs> all right, this is cool. Oh, dude, you tell me that's not sick. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? That's sick. Is that mecha? Photo real game assets capture unparalleled quality assets with a phone export to any game engine. Or is that a that's a gun? So the textures here are like photo real. Dude, that's <gasps> wow, dude, it's over. All right, yeah. <laughs> calling it. It's over. All right, guys, that's been the podcast. Let us know if you have any questions. Um, join our Discord. Follow us on Twitter at the Blockrunner, at Meadowzone.io, and at Rovi AI. And we will catch you on the next podcast. Peace. <laughs>